Hello, hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I know it's been a while. I haven't been on since um, the Change Edition episode, which was a really good episode. By the way, um, I got a lot of good feedback on that episode. Uh, We're going to keep it going with a nice, healthy dose of a good episode that we all need. I feel that we... um, have all like looked at ourselves and looked at each other and especially with the social media platforms um facebook instagram snapchat we all look at ourselves at some point and so i felt like this episode was much needed sorry about the hiatus it's been a lot going on a lot being discussed and and um brought up so Let's get into it, y'all. We're going to do this. This is the intro. You are now in the Black Experience, and this is the Self-Worth Edition. Let's go. right y'all we here we are here ladies and gentlemen we are here all right so this episode is dedicated to all of my women out there and men too that are in a place where you're just trying to find yourself right we're all trying to just find out authentically how we can live our lives and so when we get into this this um experience of self-worth and discovering that it's more than likely trial and error right because we get into certain spaces just trying to figure out what works for us right so self-worth is basically self-esteem right self-worth is how do you feel about you and so as we unpack this concept we need to be knowledgeable of the fact that you know nobody is going to treat you how you would treat yourself right nobody's going to treat you better than you treat yourself and so we have to start teaching people how to love us and that's a powerful thing that is a powerful thing because I know for me I'm in this space right now where I'm really learning authentically what it is to really enjoy myself really love myself and really know what my self-worth is right um a little background about me i'm the oldest of three kids um i grew up in a single parent household uh, for the most part 
And so I learned very early on, you know, what self-worth meant as far as being in a single parent household, um, which has its downfalls and it has its, its, um, you know, its upside. I looked at my self-worth being young. I looked at it as, you know, as a default because when you're the oldest and, and your mother is young, you tend to put yourself on the back burner so that you can maintain what it is that you need to maintain right so I basically helped take care of my brothers and so you know that left me not really worrying about myself I was more worried about you know my brothers and you know what they had going on and you know and even my mom for that for that reason like I I just always just you know whatever was bothering me I just put it in the back of my brain like you know you'll deal with it later and what happens is that that later becomes never right because the minute you you know conquer one thing then here comes another and another and another and so on and so we basically I feel like learn our self-worth when we're young and if we're not taught that you know that you are worthy and that you um that you matter right if you're not taught that young then you play catch up basically all of your life trying to fulfill that and one of the reasons that me being a parent is so important to me is that I want my son to really understand that you are a king. You come from royalty, right? Part of your heritage is is royalty. And that's something to be proud of. Right? We are kings and queens around here. And the mere fact that you have melanin is amazing. And it's a gift. And so I want him to always know that he is worthy. That he is a beautiful human being. And that you don't have to prove anything to anyone. And that's something that we all should strive for in our everyday lives. Right? We should all strive to be beautiful human beings that value ourselves enough to look at other people and say, Hey, this is not how I want to be treated. This is not how I'm going to be treated. And then lay out your consequences for that. I have been in relationships where um, my partner, my significant other, whatever, they wanted to talk to me crazy. They wanted to treat me crazy. And I allowed them because when you are 
brought up in a certain environment, it's normal to you, right? It's normal to you to have someone, you know, critique, you know, your personality or the way you do things or just just random things. And so we have to break that, you guys. We really have to break that and really honor ourselves. Self-worth is so important. It's so important. Because if we don't have self-worth, then what do we have? Right? Self-worth is the basis of of it's the basic personality characteristic it's the basis of who you are as a core person we have to start really understanding what we are really doing to ourselves we really do But we have to understand that self-worth, self-esteem, it's primarily built upon the value derived from doing the things that you get your desired outcomes. It's a direct outcropping of how you feel about yourself at any given moment. So, you know, you could wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, I feel like crap. And your body is taking that in. Did you know that? The minute you have a thought that says, oh, I feel like shit. Oh, I'm, oh today's going to be fucked up. Your body feels that. And your body's like, oh, fuck, no, it ain't. Like, no, we're not doing that. So your body fights itself. And then you proceed to have a jacked up day because you said this to yourself. And you proceed to have that, that unconsciously, that thought in your, in your brain that you are, um, a walking target or that you are unhappy, right? So we have to start speaking. We have to start speaking things into existence positively. We have to take the negativity out of our mindset and really go in when it comes to positivity and self. Society right now, especially with Instagram and stuff, they make you look at other people and what they got going on. But nobody checks in to say, hey, how are you? Right? How are you doing? Are you in pain? Are you unhappy? Are you are you loved? Are you blessed? Are you do you have a passion? Like nobody is is asking those types of questions. Everybody just wants to know what you have on. What makeup you're wearing? How long your hair is? What concert you're going to? What boyfriend do you have? What girlfriend do you have? How many kids do you have? Are your kids cute? Right? But nobody is checking into themselves and really discovering what it is 
that you really authentically want. I said this in the last couple two episodes um, of my podcast. What I wanted at 19 isn't necessarily what I want at 29. And that's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Because, see, at 19, I still wasn't into my self-worth like that. I thought I was. Right? I thought I was because at 19, you're looking at yourself and you're like, okay, I'm grown. Right? So you're like, I can do this. I can go to this club. I can go I can go party here. I can, you know, drive and I can do all this and that. And I got a job and, you know, I, I got my own place and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But as you do these things, you're not really taking into what you're doing for for an example when I was 19 I used to drink and I was a social drinker I'm a Libra so I I love to socialize and you know have a good time but I didn't love myself enough to really understand my body and understand that drinking didn't necessarily mean okay this is okay right like it didn't necessarily mean like okay this is your opportunity to do whatever it is you want I had to really look at what I was doing to myself as far as drinking and partying and, you know, whatever else. It took a minute. It took a minute. It wasn't until I got till I was like 22 and I, and I literally stopped clubbing because it, it got boring. You know, when you live, you know, in, in, a, in a major city, you know, New York, L.A., Detroit, Chicago, you know, you get used to the party life very early on. And then by the time you get to 21, 22, you're all party out because you're just like, okay, this is getting old. Right? And so at 22, I stopped partying, stopped going to clubs, rather. I still like went to a party here and there, but I wasn't clubbing as much as 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 I was when I was 19 18 years old and I started to realize that I really didn't care about myself that much and as weird as that is to say to you it's weird to say out loud but I did it like I just the attention of other people is was my self-worth so if I had the latest pair of shoes or pair of heels or purse or car whatever that was appealing to me but I never checked in with myself to say are you okay do I do you like this fuck what everybody else is talking about do you like your hair 
Now, granted, I would play around with my hair and, like, you know, whatever. But I didn't necessarily really do it for me. It was always for someone else. It was always because, you know, whatever the boyfriend preference was, whatever, you know, my friends was rocking at the time, you know, like... It was it was more for other people than for myself. And so once I got to like 22, 23 is when I really started to come into myself. And I was just like, okay, I'm really feeling the side part. Like, <laughs> I'm really feeling the side part do. I'm really into reading. I really like to write, which I've always known that I, I love to do. But I really wanted to take it serious by that time. And, and then, you know, then we get into relationships, right? We get into relationships and we think that being in a relationship is going to amplify our self our self-worth right because this person is your significant other so they're going to validate everything that you are when that shouldn't be the case right but when you're young you don't really you're not educated on on self-worth like that Especially when you come from a single parent household, you're not educated on that. So you, you know, you get into your relationships and whatever they say, you know, whatever they think of you, they project of you, you take that in. And so 24, 25 was one of the hardest years for me. My self-worth, my self-esteem went down tremendously. And so a lot of people know that I am married. And so that was around the time where it was just a difficult time. I had my son at 24 and I had postpartum really bad really really bad and he was colic for the first six months and so when you have your first child and you're married and this person and your and your significant other works you know 80 plus hours a week you know it's a lot it's tough it's tough and we're not told enough that after having a baby that you need to go to counseling in the black community they like in the black community we need counseling baby girls we need counseling that's not told to us too often because post postpartum is real. Postpartum is real. We're losing our mommies. Our our young mommies, we are losing them because of postpartum. We are losing our children to postpartum. 
because we're not understanding our self-worth. We don't understand after we have that baby that we are still needed and wanted and that we are important. We don't understand that. Postpartum is real. And I need everyone to take care of each other. If you know a pregnant woman and she's about to have a baby, I need you to keep that phone on you and check in with that pregnant person, right? Check in with with her. Let her know that you're there because after that baby is born, she's going to need all the support in the world because all the friends and all the family that was there for her during that pregnancy they're going to disappear they're all going to disappear they're going to stop calling they're going to stop texting they're going to stop checking on that baby and it's just going to be her and that baby that was me and I internalized it all Most of my friends, quote unquote, most of my friends and family basically disappeared after like the first, I want to say six months of Kai being born. Like they were, it, it was like a totally different world and I literally felt alone. I may have had like five maybe four or five friends that that called or checked in or, you know, seen, seen how it was or something. But, like, other than that, all those friends and family that, you know, you hung out with and you, you know, broke bread with and, and went to, on trips with and all types of stuff. Like, these people watch who who you're around because they will tell you they will warn you about all the traits that you don't need in your life when those people disappeared I clearly got a vision of who was there for me and who was not And it wasn't a great feeling. It really wasn't. So I say all of that to say that we as melanin people have to take in our self-esteem and take it seriously. Because confidence integrity, dignity, all of that comes from our self-esteem. All of that comes from how we feel about ourselves. Ask yourself every day, what do I like about me? Personality-wise, body-wise, emotionally, 
what do I like about me? For me, I love my eyes. I love my eyes. I love my full lips. I love how outgoing I am. If you say hi to me on the street, I'm going to say hi back. I may even compliment your outfit. I may um, really ask you how you're doing. I am that chick. Like, I am very outgoing and I don't mind showering people with compliments or, you know, just extending an olive branch. But we have to start really going in when it comes to our self-esteem because our babies are watching. And that's how they're going to develop themselves, right? That's how they're going to take in themselves when, when they are coming into their own. Because they, you know, they, they learn from what they see. And they need to see us being strong, but not only strong, but being conscious of who we are. Part of self-worth also is understanding that that you are human and you're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to you're going to be at fault at sometimes, but that's okay. It's okay. Love yourself enough to make those mistakes. To teeter-totter on that realm. Because it's okay. It's okay. We all have been there. The problem with society right now is that they try to make it seem like, Oh, you made a mistake? Oh, that, that was just you. Oh, you made a mistake. Oh, you need to lose your career. You need to lose everything that you own because you made this mistake. Can you imagine if we had social media back in the 90s? Can you imagine that? Do you know how much stuff we're still figuring out and finding out from the 90s? Can y'all like grasp that I can't even grasp that that's why Wendy Williams was so popular because she was spilling tea that nobody knew outside of the industry outside of the entertainment industry right and what's so crazy to me is that now she's still getting paid for the same thing and we know more if not we know what she knows if not more because of social media because people gravitate to other people's business isn't that crazy that's crazy to me that's crazy but even going to her and her self-worth like she's discovering her own self-worth 
she was in a marriage for 20 years and this person her significant other was trash let's be honest he was trash honest he was trash and she's now just really coming into her own as and and really redefining who she is because you know in America in our society they feel like if we are married that you're on this pedestal that you've made it that you've done something worth something and it's like um pause being married doesn't mean that let's keep it 100 being married does not mean that you're above someone else or that you've conquered some type of status. If anything, you get penalized, really, for being married. But that's going into a whole nother subject that I could get into at a later date. Right now, when I talk about self-worth, I want people to really invest in themselves. So when I say invest in yourself, I'm saying take time for yourselves. Go on walks. Does anybody walk anymore? I know for my generation, like once we started driving, it was like, okay, I ain't got to walk at all no more. Fuck out of here. I'm about to, I'm about to drive downtown right i'm about to <laughs> i'm about to drive to belau like i'm about to but when we were young we walked everywhere isn't that crazy when we were young we walked everywhere we did not care if it was five six seven miles we grab a group of people and walk and i think we really need to get back to that Take some time to walk into nature. Find a a hike, a hiking path or or just a a dog park somewhere where you can like just walk and 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 look at greenery. Right? Look at the grass, look at the trees. Find a bird that's just chirping his life away. Just just enjoying the moment we don't do enough of that and we need to because that brightens your mood too being one with nature being one with being outside and and just being in the moment we we need to take time out for our bodies do we even listen to our bodies anymore we need to our bodies literally literally need us to say hey time out let's let's recharge let's rejuvenate go get a massage do people even get massages anymore like i need one personally like i always need one i have back problems so bad but does anybody, everybody needs, you know, some type of, just get massages and, 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 and ladies get your nails and your feet done. And you don't even necessarily have to get the whole gel, acrylic, shellac 
you know get just just get your your regular your your natural thing popping right just just get your rub down just get a rub down you good and your cuticles push back you good You know, getting your hair done can be therapeutic. Them scratching that scalp. Yes. That's my favorite part. Okay. When they wash your hair, get the scratching that scalp up under that warm water. Yes. It's nothing like it. Right? We need to start taking time out, fellas. That means you too. Get your hair cut. Go to dinner by... Do anybody go to dinner by themselves anymore? I'm, like, literally asking. Like, do anybody go to dinner by themselves? I do. I remember, like... I had to be, like, 20, 21. And I used to stay in Ann Arbor. And they... Well, it was, like, Ypsilanti, Ann Arbor, border, whatever. And I remember I was out to eat. And I went to you know, I'll eat by myself. Now I inherited this from my grandma. My grandma, if you know my grandma, she is the by herself queen. Okay. She will go to um Ohio or Indiana just like by herself legit and go to the casino and have a good freaking time. And you call her like, Hey girl, where you at? And she like Oh, hey, I'm in Indiana, just, you know, enjoying, like, living her best life. I strive to be like that lady, like, not a care in the world. She just, I'll live in her best life. But anyway, I remember I was out to dinner, and this guy came up to me and was like, hey, um, don't mean to disturb you in your in your dinner but i just wanted to let you know that whoever stood you up is full of shit and you didn't need him anyway i said um no disrespect but before you make an assumption could you please introduce your fucking self and stop like assuming oh I'm sorry I didn't mean I didn't mean anything by it I just no that's one two who said I got stood up why can't I just enjoy a dinner by myself enjoy my own company Hair my own self too. Why is that a crime? And I still do this to this day. Married or not. I'm still, okay, still going out to eat by myself. I love my own company. I love going shopping by myself. Now, granted, I'm a Libra, so if one of my friends say, uh, bitch, you want to go to the mall real quick? Uh, I'm there. I got my shoes on, okay? I'm in the car. But at the same time, I also enjoy myself. And I think we have lost that. 
we have lost what it feels like to literally enjoy our own company. And so we have to start taking time out to really investing in our self-worth. We got to do it, y'all. We have to. It's imperative. We have to. So, for self-worth, I wanted to explore how do we, as a community, as a culture, how do we cultivate self-love? How do we incorporate that in our, in our everyday lives? How do we understand what self-love is? And so, I figure you can ask yourself, what if everything I have was suddenly taken away from me, right? Your cars, your clothes, your your house, your, you know what I'm saying? Like, all your possessions, things that are tangible, things that you can touch, um, what if those were taken away? What if you just had yourself? How would that make you feel? Would you be sad? Would you be happy? Would you, I mean, would you be okay with yourself if you didn't have the material possessions that you have? Do you feel like you would be a value? What we as a society, I think, have to understand, um, again, is that having all these material things doesn't change who you are as as a person. So, like, just because you have a Benz or you have, you know, a Rolls Royce or whatever... That doesn't change the fact that you're a shitty person. It doesn't. You're just a shitty person with this dope ride, right? And so we have to start stripping away at those material things that we hold so near and dear to our hearts and start really looking at our real life heart you have to realize that no matter what happens externally or outside of yourself no matter what's taken away from you you cannot be affected on the inside right You can't be affected internally. And that's what's important. We have to, like, find out who we are. Who are we? Who are we not? So, like, for instance, me. 
I am a compassionate person. I am an empathetic person. I I am love in its purest form. I love people before I even know a background about you. If you're giving me pure energy, you're going to get that pure energy back. What I am not is a doormat, a pushover. What I am not is um, someone that's untrustworthy or someone that lacks integrity or dignity. Right? You know, you want to ask yourself, I said this earlier, but you you really want to ask yourself, you know, how am I? Am I okay? Am I okay in this world, in this society? You know? Um, Sometimes I have to ask myself that in the social media space. Sometimes I have to ask myself that in the real world space, being at home right how am i in the in this world am i okay you can also ask how do others see you but i mean if we're talking about self-worth it shouldn't even matter right because all that matters is what you think of you in the words of Cat Williams, Cat Williams, bitch is called self-esteem. How the fuck I'm gonna fuck up how you feel about you? Simple bitch. Quote unquote. <laughs> but you know, what are key life moments that define who you are? So I know for me. It's taking care of others. A lot of you guys know my 9 to 5 is all about taking care of other people. Hell, my background, just in life in general, is taking care of people. So those are key moments that define who I am. Being selfless. You know, on your quest to self-discovery, you want to, you know, ask what are the joys in your life? What what fulfills you? What makes you happy? What are you passionate about? That's a good one. What are you passionate about? Because if you have passion, you have fulfillment, you have joy, you have you have happiness then you will always be centered in your core because you will always have somewhere to stand. You will always have a reference to go back to. You'll never be lost. Right? You know, but part of having or or knowing or discovering your self-worth is also looking at your weaknesses and your struggles 
Where do I struggle most? Where do I need to improve? What fears often hold me back? What mistakes do I tend to make? Where do I tend to consistently let myself down? That's a good one. Where do I tend to consistently let myself down? I know for me, I always have struggled with letting myself down consistently, um, emotionally. Because I always put other people's emotions before my own. And then I don't realize it until it's too late. Until I'm an emotional mess. I'm breaking down. I'm crying and, you know, being an introvert and very depressed and sleeping 24 hours out of the day, you know. Um, So... You always want to ask those questions to really figure out, you know, the process. Being real to yourself and facing those personal struggles. You know, also don't just highlight your weaknesses, right? You got to highlight those strengths too. What abilities do you have? What are you really good at? I know for me, I'm really good at listening and giving advice and writing. Now, I might not be like the greatest writer in the world, but I'm really good at writing down my thoughts, my opinions, my feelings. I'm really good at that. I may be even really good at talking. I don't know. I feel like I am, but like, eh. I'm getting more... I'm getting better at talking because for a long time I didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a major thing for me. Like I'd talk to you if you talk to me, but I wasn't like podcast, radio, personality type of talker. But your strengths are the things that, you know, build your self-confidence. You know, they allow you to move forward with a greater self-assurance, you know, self-assurance, you know. And, um, you know, if you're relying on other people to tell you what you're good at or what you're bad at, there's no true strength in that, you know. You want to have a sense of real personal power. And so we have to start, you know, accepting, you know, who we are, right? We have to accept 
our real authentic selves you know we're not going to be perfect we're going to have flaws you're going to have mistakes you're going to fail you know it is what it is but the fact that you are trying says something and another thing that we have to start doing is forgiving ourselves a lot of us hold um we hold this this guilt and it's and it's terrible we have to start forgiving ourselves for everything we've done in the past and accept unconditionally without judgment or excuses who we are now we are bomb y'all we are bomb okay we all that in a bag of chips And you have to start forgiving yourself for things that have happened in the past that wasn't so great that you're not proud of. Forgive yourself and move on. It's life. We are here in the words of the great Drake Aubrey Graham. Okay. We are not here for a long time. Okay. But for a good time, okay? Accept the good, the bad, the ugly. Accept every part of yourself. Your behaviors, your fears, flaws. Be at peace with what you're, where you're at. Have compassion for yourself, you know. Tell yourself that you that you feel valued and that you're special. Love yourself. Tell yourself that you love them. Love yourself. I don't think we do that enough either. I think we're really good at telling other people that we love them, but we don't tell ourselves that. We don't look in the mirror and be like, "Hey, I love you, girl. You bomb out here. Look at you." Skin popping, nails popping, career popping, children popping, household popping, spouse popping. Like, you don't say it enough, and we need to say it, okay? Every day, all day. We need to start telling ourselves that we are worthy and we are capable of whatever we want to be capable of. Hello? We are kings and queens out here. Y'all see me on Twitter. Y'all see me on Facebook. Y'all see me on Instagram. Like, grand rising queens and kings. Hello. Part of that is knowing your worth. Being worthy. Bring attention and focus to the beauty hidden within you. Don't look outside for approval because you ain't going to get it. You're not going to get it. Not in the way that you want it.
So I want everybody to hold the power to respond to events and circumstances that are in your life which are all a reflection of your true value. Regardless of your career or your relationship status or, you know, whatever, understand that your true value is not measured by any of those things. It's not measured by your 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 money or your social rank or any of that. It comes from an internal clock that you have already set for yourself. Now, part of self-worth is being responsible. Like being an adult, you have to be responsible for yourself, for your life, for your circumstances, for your problems, everything. You have got to be responsible for yourself. And so... This doesn't mean that you um, that you become a martyr, you know, that just means that you take full responsibility for everything that happens in your life. You know, um, I know for me. I'm in that stage right now where I have to take responsibility for where I am at right now in my life. Things that I don't like, that I'm not proud of, or that I'm not fond of, or that make me unhappy. I can blame whoever. But at the core of it, at the end of the day, it all stems from me. Because everything is a choice. Everything is a choice. You can say you didn't have a choice, but you had a choice. And you made that choice. And whether good, bad, or indifferent, you have to be okay with that choice. And if you made a mistake, own up to that mistake and keep going. People can make you feel bad. They can make you feel terrible about, you know, your circumstances or the problems in your life. They can make you feel like the lowest of the low. But when you have self-worth, you know why you're making the decisions you're making. You know why. You have to do what you have to do because you are in tune with the alignment of your internal clock, okay? And that's real. There is no more complaining or blaming or judgment or excuses. You hold that power. You hold that power because you fully trust yourself and trust your ability to make decisions. 
It's time, y'all. It's time to take back that self-worth. It's time to be in tune with, as in the words of the great comedian Cat Williams, be in tune with your star fucking player. Do you understand what I'm saying to y'all? Be in tune with yourself. You can't be phased by what's going on in this world. You cannot. At the end of the day, you have to live your life. You have to live your life. Because when you live your life and have that inner peace, nothing can disrupt that, regardless of what's going on out there, outside of you. And that's real. I want to thank everyone who decided to come in depth with me on this topic of self-worth. I want to thank all of you guys that have been listening to my episodes and, you know, DMing me and telling me how much you like my content and stuff. It means a lot. It really does because um, for a long time, I just was timid about, you know, putting myself out there and really just expressing myself. For a, for a long time, I just didn't think that my thoughts mattered, you know. And so this gives me an opportunity along with other things to really express myself and really, you know, let y'all know, you know, let y'all inside my brain, really. So I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, make sure you guys follow me on on Instagram, Kiara Rache, K-I-A-R-A-R-A-S-H-A-I. Or follow me on Facebook at Kiara Rache, the author. Or hit me up on Twitter at Kiara Rache, K-I-A-R-A-R-A-S-H-A-I. You guys, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love and light. I'll see y'all in my next episode. Peace.